You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Michael McIntyre. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. Listen, I wanted to make an announcement that we have our next level experience beginning April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd right here in Big D, Dallas, Texas, maybe. So if you want to apply for this amazing three-day intensive, listen, it's not for snowflakes. It takes you on. It's changing your life in a better way, in a Jesus, Holy Spirit-filled way. Hey, it's taking it all to the next level. Your business, your physical, your relational, your spiritual. Come on. John 10, 10 is what we base this on. The enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundant, and we are all about abundant. Check us out. Cost you no money up front. Yeah. All you have to do is apply. We'll let you know when, exactly what hotel it's going to be at and when it is. And if you're coming in from out of state, we've got a great rate at the Hilton Hotel, one of the Hiltons here in Dallas, so we can bless you in that aspect. And at the end of the program, if you want to bless us going forward, that's all right. If not, that's all right, too, because we're all about kingdom building. This is a kingdom, wealth building, relational building, spiritual building, three-day event, and it's incredible. Go check it out at themichaelmcintyre.com. Now enjoy this amazing Next Level podcast. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre here, your humble host here at the Next Level Podcast, broadcasting live from Dallas in Studio M. Yes. How are you doing? Hope you're safe. Hope you're well. If you're working out, man, get a good workout. If you're driving in a car, keep both hands on the wheel. Hey, if you're in your secret place, uh, give glory to God. Always do that, though, yes? You know, I just... Uh, I uh, told my producer, Darren Eubanks, the greatest producer in the history of producers for Next Level Podcast. I did go downstairs and went into my library and pulled out two books. And uh, I thought I'd share these with you because I wrote these books. That's right. I said it. Uh, the Authentic Salesman. Yes, a major classic. Let me see here. Um Mastering the Art of transform, Transforming Real Objections into Real Transactions, uh, Michael McIntyre, forward by Jerry Jones Jr., president of the Dallas Cowboys, merchandising and all other aspects. And then I brought out my latest, uh, <laughs> my latest uh, deal, Next Level Life uh, by my, Michael McIntyre. And I've got some pretty good endorsements on this one uh, as well. And I got some good endorsements on the other one, too. Uh, this was a must read by Bob Hassan. Bob Hassan is so cool. He really is an incredible man. Uh, I think I met him up at the sojourn here in, in Dallas. He was in town and yeah, he was in town with Sean Bowles for the symposium. And one of my good friends was driving him around and, uh, was kind of my PR agent with him, but, uh, also, uh, Tracy Eckert, she had an endorsement on here as well as my good friend, Sean Bowles. And the other book, I had some really good endorsements, Jerry Jones, Jr., which was really cool. Tommy Spaulding, a major, a great author at New York times, a bestseller author, at New York times, Ryan Casey, CEO of Westwood holding companies and, uh, Dan butcher, who is a senior partner of a major law firm. Anyways, I bring these out 
And I thought, well, let me see if I if I get inspired by the Holy Spirit to talk about my books. And I'm not one big, I'm not a big person to tell my books all the time. And to be honest with you, I just don't know why. I don't know. I think I even brought them, forgot to bring them to the, the last NLE event. But, I, you know, it was really interesting. I, when I wrote the first one, it was back in 2011, 2012. And I wrote it, you know, about i had i'd given my life to jesus in 2007 2008 it was kind of a three-month progress but at any rate i wrote this book and wanted to help people in sales i wanted to that's one of the things god blessed me with the sales and perseverance and overcoming objections and so i wrote it there it's kind of a how-to there is some biography in there there is some stuff about my life which i think is interesting to some probably boring to others but then I came out there and wrote the Next Level Life book, which is the newest one out. And both of these books are available on Amazon if you're interested. But Next Level Life is my latest one. I just came out with that. And it really goes into detail, in deep detail, about how I, I did what I did. And my my transformation, my conversion, you know, from Saul to Paul, so to speak. And my daughter, Brianna, uh, wrote the foreword, which I'm really proud of because she's amazing. But the first chapter starts out in Flint. You say, what the heck is Flint? Flint, Michigan. Okay, look, it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from there. It starts out with there. And, you know, Flint was nobody's town for so long until Michael Moore did that stupid thing on it. And then, of course, uh, a few years ago, all the lead poisoning in the pipes. But it's really, you know, it was murder capital of the world for I don't know how many years or in the top five anyway. And I talk about growing up there and how I left there as soon as I really could enjoying the Air Force. But I think you're going to find some of it interesting. It's a very honest book. It's a very detailing book. And I think one of the things a lot of people always ask is, what, you know, why, well, how did you become so successful and how did you do that, you know, financially anyway? And also with my wife and, and being married 36 years and our three daughters and our two grandchildren. And is it a perfect life by any stretch of the magic? No, it's not, but it's a blessed life. And a few of the things I want to pass on maybe today is look, sometimes in life, things get hard and they get really hard. And what, what, what do we do? A lot of times we want to quit or we want to isolate. And I totally get it. I remember when I was in out on the road in sales in my early career, if I had a bad week and I didn't have too many bad weeks by the grace of God, I didn't. But if I did have a bad week, you know, every, you know, two or three months, I'd have a bad week or every six months, I would want to quit. And I, and I don't know why, but I just thought, this is it. I'm done with this. This is, this is BS. I can't do this anymore. And I remember driving back from Beaumont, Texas one time, and it was about, I don't know, it's about a five hour drive. And I had a horrible week. I think I made one sale the whole week and I was on straight commission. So I had to pay everything myself. And so I was in the ditch. I was in the hole on that week. And, and I don't know where I get that from, but that really bothered me. And all the other weeks, I was very profitable, probably, you know, making a lot of more, a lot more money, four or $5,000 that week. But if I had one bad week, I mean, it would fly all over me. And I remember coming back there and just saying, that's it, I'm done with this. <laughs> and I don't know, I guess I got discouraged, if you will, because I really worked hard. I mean, really hard. And I mean, I would work, you know, 12, 14 hour days, setting my appointments, driving, you know, 2000 miles a week on the road, running these appointments, dealing with rejection, dealing with underwriting, dealing with all this stuff. And so I remember coming back 
And I said, I said, I quit. I quit. I remember it was a five hour drive and I had, you know, 451 excuses why to quit all the way back. And my, I remember calling up my manager at the time and saying, that's it, man. I said, I just got to quit. He said, listen, McIntyre, it's really okay to quit. And I'm like, really? Man, I don't, you know, I don't know. Is he calling my bluff? And uh, he said, listen, McIntyre, it's okay to quit. But let me just tell you a secret. I said, what's that, Bill? He said, listen, just don't tell anybody you quit. And I got that, you know, because I think sometimes we put ourselves under way too much pressure. I know I did. And in that progress, in that possibilities of so much pressure, um, I think wanting to quit, wanting to isolate and just, you know, you know, crawl underneath, you know, the earth and not deal with anything is a natural human response, especially when we get, you know, bruised or, you know, knocked down. And so I guess what the point is, I've wanted to quit several times, even, you know, listen, we come out of next level experience and we give five or six pounds of flesh. Every one of us, Stacy and I do, Brianna does myself, and it's not easy. It's just not. Um, and usually on Mondays, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is the last one, man. I can't do it anymore. But then by Tuesday, Wednesday, God gives, he brings that new hope, that new vinegar, that new spirit of, of yes, you can do this. Yes. And I think, and I learned in business too, that yes, you're going to have failure. Yes, you're going to have discouragement. Yes, you're going to get you know kicked in the teeth, but you just got to get up from that and, and not, not let that build. And I think one of the things that was so wise that that manager told me back then is it's okay to quit, but just don't tell anybody you quit. And I think that really is matter because I think once you tell somebody or make it public, you know, that's it, I'm out, I'm done, I'm quitting. You know, now you've got to deal with a pride issue, right? And everybody, every one of us has these pride issues. I know I do. And so uh, I can quit to myself and then just... <laughs> and go into that river in Egypt, but it's not denial and say, Hey, okay, I'm, I'm going to deny that request McIntyre to myself. You're not going to quit. You're going to just, you're just going to, you know, pout and cry about it for, you know, a couple of days and then be over it. And I think that's really one of the keys to perseverance in my life. And maybe everybody's different. Um, the other thing too, was every time somebody told me that that couldn't be done or that's not going to work for you, or I don't agree with that. And, and I think my ego would say, Oh, hell no, this is going to work. No, no. And I think it was a drive for me. And I don't know where that came from or why I had it. Uh, maybe because we grew up, you know, we weren't dirt poor by any stretch, but we weren't, <laughs> we weren't middle-class either. We were probably on the edge. Uh, you know, my mother, we had five kids and, and, you know, our parents, my dad wasn't a big fan about paying child support. So it was a struggle. My mother was working really hard, but at any rate, I just, I just didn't want that. Um, when somebody told me I couldn't, you know, that that wasn't going to work or couldn't be done, that just gave me a drive to do that. I don't know if that was ego arrogance or all of the above, or just, you know, um, Maybe, you know, maybe it was God saying, listen, you can do this. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yeah. Philippians 4.13. So this, I just wanted to share these things with you because I get that. I do. I understand life is hard. I understand that things happen. I know, I understand that those circumstances sometimes can become an overwhelming experience. 
especially for single moms, especially for single dads, especially for people who've experienced tragics in their life, death or sickness, illness, bankruptcies. These things are really, really, really difficult. And I get it. Uh, I've experienced all those things except for bankruptcy, which I almost experienced bankruptcy. Um, and uh, But I've experienced death and I've experienced these things and setbacks. Um, and none of them are, you know, are good. But what they are is a foundation to build off of. And so if you're out there right now and you're thinking, man, <laughs> I, you know, I bought into all this cryptocurrency, man. I was up 40 grand and now I'm down, you know, down to $3,000 or whatever. You know, don't feel like the Lone Ranger, okay? And, and it's not just you. And there's other people out there in this situation. Does that make it easier? No, but it makes it less, you know, it, it makes it less victim-y, okay? Because it happens to a lot of people. Uh, and I'm using crypto as just, you know, it could be a, a dozen different things. It could be a relationship situation. But here's what I want you to know. There is hope, okay? And and I think that's one of the things that God blesses us with. The next morning, you should your hope meter should be filled up. And maybe, maybe by the time you go to bed, it's empty or it's in a negative territory. But in the morning, just pray that in and ask God for hope because there is hope in the next day. There really is. And seek wisdom. And that's what's so important about that community connection. You know, we talk about this a lot in Next Level Experience about community and how important community is. And yes, there's, you know, church is an amazing community. And there's also other communities you can derive from and find like-minded individuals that, that may go through these situations that are mm, just tough. And so, yeah, so I think don't quit. You can tell people, you can tell yourself to quit okay but just don't do it because maybe you just need to burn some you know steam off right and uh that's it i'm tired of this take this job and shove it type deal you know and then turn on some great music and listen to some great music and and maybe worship or whatever and just get over yourself yeah because i think i know brighter days are ahead but i do also know this that uh quitters never win and winners never quit and that's the truth and I don't care if you're, you know, 25 years old or 75 years old, it's the truth. I've been on both sides of this deal and I've had several times of huge loss and disappointments and wanted to give up. But for whatever reason, whatever reason, God says, no, you're not giving up. I'm not giving up on you and you're not going to give up. And we're going to, we're going to walk through this and I'll, I'll be it difficult. I'll be it hard. I'll be it scary. I'll be it sometimes lonely you're going to persevere. Yeah. All right. So all this week, I've been also talking a little bit uh, on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, follow is the Michael McIntyre. Um, and uh, yeah, and we've been talking about making money, about following the stock market. And I'm a big advocate of making money. <laughs> I am. I think it's important to make money. I think it's important to create wealth. Uh, I, I, you know, if you have a desire to be rich and what's the difference, wealth is having all your, you know, having enough, enough to cover everything. Uh, rich is more than enough. And I like more than enough. Uh, but wealth is great and it's enough. And so I talk about the stock market. I talk about cryptocurrency and I talk about the things, current events. Why is this important? Um, and I think it's very important. I learned a long time ago, I think, you know, I don't know. I remember, you know, when I was in school that we had a, we had uh, a class about current events. It seems like, I don't know, I guess I was sixth, seventh, eighth grade. 
and we'd have to read the newspaper and learn about and and do a report on current events. And, you know, this was a public school. And this is back in you know the Stone Age, I guess. But I thought that was really good. I think it's important. And you know, uh, my mother taught me early on too. You know, know the water you swim in. I think it's important that we know. And now look, I totally get. You know, you've got CNN, you got MSNBC, you've got ABC, CBS, you got Fox, you got all these different competing networks. You know, and I mean, CNN has had its share of problems lately, right? I mean, everybody's quitting and getting fired and uh, bravo. Anyways, I digress. But I think it's important to find something that you can, you know, you should look at all sides. And and I and I, I attempt to do that. I, I, I kind of stick to right wing TV mostly, but um, I'm a big fan of Fox Business, Fox News. And I'm also a big fan of the Wall Street Journal, Barron's. Uh, and I think it's important. And for me, it is to see what's happening in our world. And I don't like it all the time at all. I mean, you know, maybe by the time this uh, comes out, uh, the situation in Ukraine will either settle or they'll be at war. And which which I hate. I don't want anybody to go to war. I don't. And but uh, but it's important that I follow this stuff. Why do I follow that? Why? Why does it matter if Russia invades Ukraine? Well, one thing that matters is that. Oil prices are going to go to the roof. You know, oil's right now in a ninety dollar range. It could go to one hundred and ten, one hundred and twenty. Well, how does that affect people? That's a that's a big, huge blind tax on everybody. Uh, now, I'm in oil stocks, so obviously I'm going to profit from that. My oil stocks are going to go through the roof, which is really good. But but the overall economy is not going to it's not going to be good because it's going to it's going to pull money off. Otherwise, what we would be spending on, you know, maybe vacations, maybe clothing, maybe, you know, certain uh, durable goods. And so that brings things down and could cause a recession. At any rate, not to go into a huge uh, economical or economy course here, but it's important to know what goes on in your world. And during this process, if you have one of those crisis moments of I am done, I'm quitting, I'm out of here, you know, forget this church, forget this, forget this, you know, job, forget this deal, or I'm going to sell this stock, whatever it is that you want to quit on, just, just know what's going on around your world. That way you can seek wisdom. Seeking wisdom is really important. And I always say, you know, measure twice and cut once. You know, seek wisdom from people who have been there, who have made money, who have lost money, who have a good marriage that's, you know, gone through the tough patches and still stuck it out. Seek that wisdom. And when you do, it'll give you strength for hope. It'll give you strength for perseverance. And it will give you an encouragement. And it'll give you that confidence along with the Holy Spirit, which brings in confidence to get you through that rough patch, to get you through that time of wanting to give up and surrender and quit. Now, the only good thing about surrender is surrendering to Jesus. And, you know, that's why I climbed up in the cross for us, brothers and sisters. So you wouldn't have to worry or fret or strive. But instead, we come out there and we buy that stuff back. So I just want to encourage you to surrender it to him. I know it's easier said than done. I get it. I truly, truly do. Anyways, uh, know the water you swim in. You know, do you have to read every headline or every article in the newspaper? No, just pick out the stuff that excites you, that interests you, the main stuff, right? Um, every day I scan the Wall Street Journal. Every day I, I look at Fox Business News. I look at the markets. I look at what's going on in cryptocurrency. 
I didn't get cryptocurrency. I remember I had a good friend from Denver came down and uh, his name's Rick. And he says, I remember it's probably back, I don't know, 2012, 2013. He says, Mac, what do you think about cryptocurrency? I said, I think it's a scam. <laughs> I really did. I didn't know. I didn't understand it. And it took me a long time. And I still really don't understand it, but because it's a, such a fiat currency and a blockchain. But I think it's amazing. And I don't think it's going anywhere. Uh, so I've been investing in it. And I've been investing in it in cost averaging. And that's how I invest in stocks. All right. I'm going to go through this real quickly because I think kingdom wealth building is important. So cost averaging, what is it? I know some of you are major stock players and major money market players. And so this is really elementary for you, but there's some out there that might not be aware of this. So let's say you go in there and buy some, um, you know, Ethereum and it's $2,600 a coin. The nice thing about cryptocurrency, you can just put $500 in there without having to buy a whole coin, right? And so let's say you want to buy $500 worth of Ethereum and you get a piece of that Ethereum coin, right? Out of the 2,600, it's weighted in there. And then next month, let's say Ethereum goes to 2,200. It drops three or $400. And you buy another 500. Now you're cost averaging. You take the first average plus the average. You, you add them together and divide them by two. Now you're cost averaging. And then let's say next month it comes to 3,000. So it jumps up. You buy another $500. You're cost averaging again. But that's how I believe that you accumulate wealth and you accumulate a lot because you keep buying and I think you should steadily keep buying and have it in a budget. For instance, if you buy, I talked about this week, if you buy Tesla stock or if you buy, uh, uh, what is it? Amazon stock. I mean, it's $3,100 a share. So you can't just come in and buy $500 worth of Amazon stock unless you do it through a mutual fund. And I'm not a big fan of mutual funds, but that's another story. So if you come in there and you buy one share of stock, uh, Amazon stock for $3,100, you know, that's what you got. You got one share. And so, but you can keep buying that or, you know, maybe next month it drops down. But if you have limited funds and find stocks that you can afford to buy, right? I bought a lot of Southwest Airlines. The symbol is LUV. Uh, and it, it went down to like $29 during the pandemic. And now it's up to 45. I believe it's going to go to 65. My prediction. Hey, I'm not giving you investment advice here. You could lose your money. But I don't think so. So, but I cost average. I keep buying it. I bought it at 30. I bought it at 35. I bought it at 40. It dipped down to 38 again. I bought some more. So I'm cost averaging the whole way. And I buy and hold. I don't day trade, but that's just me. I've got some friends that day trade and make millions of dollars and they're killing it. And it's all good. I don't have that time. I, I don't want to spend that all day on the computer type deal. All right. Perseverance. Don't quit. Don't tell anybody you quit. Maybe you tell your wife or your husband, but maybe just tell your windshield you quit. Okay. Get over it. Suck it up, buttercup. Okay. Tomorrow's going to be another day. Give it to Jesus, right? Cost averaging on your investments. It's really good. Hey, check out my books. All right. These tell you some real life stuff. I tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. How I've made millions, lost millions, and then turned around and made hundreds of millions. So go check it out. Next Level Life or The Authentic Salesman. And uh, hey, also, we have a uh, next level experience coming up, but I'll dig into that later. Uh, and for some of you alumni, we also have Leadership 300. Go check it out on our website at themichaelmcintyre.com. Listen, I know it's not easy, but with Jesus, he makes it a lot easier. I, I assure you that. Okay. So don't give up. Don't quit. Don't tell anybody you quit if you did quit. Okay. Just suck it up. Go out there. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah. Exercise. Eat right. 
know what's going on in your world. Okay. Don't be an ostrich and just say, oh, I don't care what the politicians do. Don't be stupid. Care what they do. Vote them out, vote them in, whatever you want to do, but know what's going on in the world. I think it's important. You don't need to be obsessed with it and you don't need to crawl under your bed and suck your thumb over it, but you need to be aware of it because it's the, you know, it's the water you swim in, man. I mean, it can make you wealthy and it can also protect you. And if you don't know what's going on, it can make you broke and it can kill you. So it's important that you do know. All right. So don't be stupid. Watch the news, read the paper. Okay. Don't be obsessed. Remember, don't replace that with Jesus. Jesus is number one in my book. I know he's in yours too. Hey, and if you don't believe in Jesus, come on, give me a call. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I was there too. And listen, I was on the road to Damascus. Yeah, and I got knocked off my Bentley, but thank you, Jesus. All right, listen, friends, share the video, share, share this, subscribe to it. Thank you for your comments. We read every one of your comments. I love it. And uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Come on. And uh, listen, tomorrow is a much bigger day. Go out there. And if you're wearing the Jesus jersey, give it 100%, 100% of the time. Yeah? God bless you. And thank you for listening. Share and subscribe. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.